Hey guys, this is Pastor Zach, and you are listening to Sermon Notes here at HPC. I wanted to share something really short uh, out, of, out of Zechariah this morning. And um, as I was sitting in my chair and hearing the stories and how incredible they are, transformation is what it's about, right? If you've been through the, the heart study here at HPC, you know that um, one of our values is that we measure success by transformed lives. So um, no matter what, if 20,000 people start coming to HPC and nobody's lives are getting changed, then we're failing. Okay, we're losing. Um, We do this not just so new people's lives get changed, but so old people's lives get changed. Like, so my life gets changed. Because the day my life stops changing is, you know, the day it's over. We have to stay changing. Um, But as I was listening to those stories, I was thinking of how... um, and, and Bianca, I believe it was, you're talking about um, North Point. And by the way, North Point will put anybody over the edge, all right? I just, you know, I want to say, yeah, my, one of our pastors here, like, you know, we, we're with you. We stand together. You know what I'm saying? It'll send anybody back into anywhere they came from. And so, um, but it was a huge blessing in my life. And I, and I thank God for Zion, um, now North Point. But I, I think of how much we can relate to that idea of needing to control an outcome. And, you know, you talked, about how, you talked about how the grades and the assignments and the uh, achievements, be it academic, be it extracurricular, be it ministerial, um, whatever it is, we love a good measuring rod. We love a good standard to which to hold ourselves. And there's something in our nature that, that wants to see a standard. We want to see a ruler. You know, my kids, um, we've marked their heads on the doorway, you know, it's to like every year or however often it is. And, you know, you hold the book there and you draw the line. And, and throughout the year, the kids want to go over and they want to make sure that they're growing. They want to make sure that compared to where that mark was. And so I was reading in Zechariah chapter 2, and I just want to read a couple verses to you before I let you go. It says this, Then I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a man with a measuring line in his hand. So I said, Where are you going? And he said to me, To measure Jerusalem, to see how wide it is and how long it is. And behold, the angel who was speaking with me was going out, and another angel was coming out to meet him. And he said to him, Run, speak to that young man, saying, Jerusalem will be inhabited without walls. Why? Because of the multitude of men and cattle within it. For I, declares the Lord, will be a wall of fire around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. If you listen to our podcast, I think it was like two years ago that Ashley and I were doing a, we did a podcast on um, control issues. We talked about, um, you know, not just the, the clinically diagnosed obsessive control disorder and things like that, but um, the idea that deep down in us, we, we have a need to control things. And in doing pastoral counseling and having so many incredible friendships and relationships with folks who have walked a lot of the same journey that um, many of you young women have walked, uh, you, you realize that when things are out of control in one area of your life, that need to control ends up countermeasuring in another area. And so when there's something uh, resemblant of chaos 
over here, we'll try to flex control in another area. We, we will want something that we can measure, something that we can, that we can hold a standard up to and say, uh, I, can, I can make it here, so it will be here. And it's interesting, and I, I just want to share a, a few things this morning that I felt like the Lord had put on my heart for today, because I, I think that the people of God, um, we, are, we are perhaps more susceptible to this than maybe even the world is. Because as we all know, and you've heard messages preached on this, you've heard us talk about it before, but what, what can happen is as we pursue the Lord, the enemy will look for kinks in our army, our armor. He'll look for weak places. He'll look for uh, you know, a back door that he can sneak in, an unlocked window somewhere in our life. And through that access, um, he'll wreak havoc, even if it's in a private area of our lives, even if it's in a... Um, you know, a room that no one sees. He'll break in and he'll disrupt order. And so with that area of chaos, we will, we will end up in an, in an effort to um, restore order to a place that maybe we're not ready to go close the window or put the deadbolt on that door or seal up that crack. So we'll end up in an effort to counterbalance that chaos. We will flex order in some other area of our lives. And it's satisfying. It's very satisfying. I was up the last couple of days with my father-in-law in, uh, in Maine, and we were doing some work on a, a lodge up there. And as we're putting in boards, you know, we're making cuts in wood, and you, you start to realize after a while, well, okay, I know I can probably cut something wrong like 100 times, um, but my father-in-law can't. It's like impossible. He could like close his eyes and be blindfolded and do it backwards and get the cut perfect. And so we realize before too many boards are cut that, wait a minute, these boards are not square. It's the it's 12-inch wide shiplap that came up from a lumberyard, and it, and it wasn't square. It was squirrely. It was all wobbly. And so what we started to do was we, we made a different square. And not just like a normal 90-degree square, but we started to square it up to other things, odd things, things that countermeasured the chaos of the sawmill. And it was really satisfying to throw a board up, and even though the last cut's like this, the next one fits it like this. And you're like, perfect! Satisfying. You can lay your head down on your pillow at night and say, yeah, we boarded that thing up. And I think sometimes as believers... We end up exchanging out a real peace. We end up exchanging out real order in order to countermeasure the squirrely things, the wobbly things, the rickety things in our lives. We come out with a measuring standard that works. We're trying to create peace to counterbalance chaos, but that's not really the peace that the Lord wants to give us. His peace is not a countermeasure to anything. His peace is the original peace. Okay? Chaos is, is inflicted to disrupt and disorient that peace. So when we try to see man's peace is, is always responsive. It's reactive. It's a knee-jerk reaction to a bad cut. And our lives are full of bad cuts. And so when we feel the pain and when we see the gaps, when we see the open places, 
of the bad cuts, we say, oh, you know what? If I can't fix that, I'll numb myself to it. If I can't stop the draft from coming through that opening, I'll numb myself to the cold. However we can do it, we'll find a way to medicate ourselves, to numb ourselves, to distract ourselves from the chaos in these places. And saints, this is, this is nuts because this is right where the enemy wants us. If everything else is sealed up tight in our lives, but there's one place where he can keep the elements coming in and he can keep us blocking it out of our minds instead of actually solving the problem, he'll say, go ahead. Use that measuring rod. Use that standard. There's a new standard now, and it's the one that, that we can flex in our flesh. But see, controlling third-party elements is not one of the fruits of the Spirit. Controlling ourselves is. Right? So for the OCD people in here who take a lot of pride in everything you control, you know who you are. Can I see? It's just a show of hands. I'm going to have you come down to the altar here in just a second. You know who you are. We have some on staff. We, um, and by the way, Controlling people get a lot done. I'll be the first to say it. But the Spirit of God supernaturally empowers us to control nothing beyond ourselves. We are supernaturally endowed with the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead to control what? That third-party thing that wants to hang us on a cross? No. Jesus opted not to control that. The persecution, the harassment, the lying, the cheating, the betrayal. No, none of those things. Control yourself. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and what? Don't you love how they save that one for the last? It's so when people like are memorizing them, you know, they can get all the way through eight of the fruits of the Spirit. And they're like, I'm doing pretty, I'm pretty fruitful, doggone it. Self-control, self-control, self-control. Because there are things that we can control. There are things that we're called to control. The measuring rod, the measuring rod that the angel of the Lord shows up with originally, and this is all played out in a vision for the purpose of Zechariah, the prophet, being able to speak to the people of God who are rebuilding Jerusalem, okay? This is in the rebuilding era. And you've heard us, we've been preaching on this. Ezra, Nehemiah, you've probably heard it in other places because it's just something God keeps pushing into with us. And so as this thing's being rebuilt, I'm getting prophetic words, I'm getting emails, people are pulling me aside. And they're like, this book is for you. There's stuff in here for you. It even has your name on it. Like, figure it out, Zach. And so I'm in it. I'm in it, okay, to all of you. I'm in it. I'm reading it, okay? But for us this morning, I just, um, I, can't, I can't move past the difference between how our instinct wants to measure ourselves and how the Lord wants to actually surround us. See, he wants to control what comes into and out of your life. 
If we're building our walls, if we're in, in survival mode or because of trauma, as my sister talked about, if we're based on uh, the history of our lives, building walls in an effort to keep bad things out, whatever they are, whatever they are, maybe, maybe that is how control uh, became one of your spiritual gifts. Maybe. Maybe you have a really good reason to really need to control things. But I want you to know this morning there's an even better reason to put that measuring rod down. To leave that, that old standard behind. Because what the Father wants to do is he wants to bring a fresh fire into your life that will determine the perimeters and the parameters. He wants to be the guard, the fortress. Remember when we used to use words like bulwark? <laughs> he wants to be that shield, that defense, that strong tower. He wants to determine. Because when we determine it, we'll get it wrong. We'll end up letting things in that weren't supposed to be in, and we'll, we'll, end, up, we'll end up letting the Trojan horse in that seems like a gift, but it's really full of chaos. And we'll end up keeping out the very things that are intended from heaven to heal us. And I'll close with this because I just think it's too good. He said, run and tell that young man saying, Jerusalem will be inhabited without walls. Without walls. At least walls the way that you used to know them. Why? Because of the multitude of the men and the cattle within it. I want to say to you this morning, church, that the Lord desires for you exceedingly and abundantly beyond measure anything you could ever dream or imagine. He wants to fill your life beyond your wildest expectations. It's so cool to, to hear to hear, it was, it was a little, there was a different thread in the testimonies this morning. And I'll just tell you what my observation was. I mean, I was sitting right there, okay? I didn't miss anything. But the common thread, I heard like almost all of you say, where I'm being led by the Lord is the ownership of responsibility in a different way. So many of you noted that. And I love that because what it says is, I'm beginning to take responsibility for what I'm supposed to control and beginning to let go of what I was never called to, to let go of the old standard, to let go of the old measuring rod, to let go of the way that I used to compensate and counterbalance. And what are we clinging to? We're clinging to fire. We're clinging to the Lord. We're clinging to that which determines the real way and the destiny that was planned for you. Would you stand with me, saints? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jerusalem will be inhabited without walls. If you're in this place this morning and you're struggling, you're struggling, you're, you're giving yourself migraines 
trying to control an outcome. And maybe it's your adult children or maybe it's your childish parents. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's so much chaos in your life you can't even put your finger on it. But you, you've, you've created a litmus test and it looks like this. When the wind blows through the cracks, I'm, I numb the pain. I medicate the pain. I distract myself with busyness. Oh, you thought drugs had to be narcotics. You thought that this was only about substance abuse. Some of you, your substance this morning is work. And your walls are an ethic that you've built around yourself to protect yourself from what the Lord is actually calling you to deal with. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you this morning. But saints, this is a call to put the measuring rod down. The thing that you've been using to build something, even if it looks perfect, Zach, I've got this thing down to the, to the, 64th of an inch it blows my mind that all of these pagan all of these pagan cultures around the world ancient historical civilizations could build magnificent architectural feats that would amount to the wonders of the world in their perfection and how without electricity and heavy machinery by the sweat of their brow, they're, they're building these mammoth constructs that are perfect, geometrically perfect, and yet void of life. How is it that the great pyramids were built and, and to be one of, the, one of the seven wonders of the world, one of the things you can see from space, and yet to house what? Death. Death. Their tombs. Every one of them, they embody nothing but death. And yet, here come the people of God. And God says, yeah, build me an altar. Uncut stones. Nothing shiny. Don't make it too high. This isn't about you. Uncut stones. Leave the measuring rod behind. Leave the perfectionism behind. Leave the old standards behind. You have the Holy Spirit so that by His Spirit, we can walk in self-control, not world control, not home domination, self-control. We're going to sing a song and close and let you guys go. But listen, if you're in the room this morning and you say, Zach, I need to let this stuff out. I need to let this stuff go. There's just this one thing, this one thing where the wind's been whipping through. There's this one thing that I've been medicating with, with busyness, distracting with whatever. There's one thing that I really need to talk to somebody about. But instead of that, I just end up talking about everything else to anybody else. It's what I can control. 
I believe the Lord wants to impart to you his spirit this morning to restore the original order, the one he has for you. If that's you in the room this morning, would you make your way down here? I want Pastor John and myself, our prayer team, to spend some time praying with you. But is there anybody in here this morning and you'd say, that's me? I want to I get real with that and I want to see that change. I want to see that order restored. His order, not my standard, not my measuring rod, not my ruler, not my kingdom. His kingdom come. Prayer team, would you come? Take a couple steps forward. Everybody's afraid of this altar. They stop right there. Yeah, just keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Thank you, Lord. Let's sing this before we go, saints. And if you're coming out of this altar, stay as long as you want. Just be here. I don't care if you're here into the next service. It doesn't matter. Take a couple more steps forward so I can get the prayer team behind you. And I belong to Jesus. Yes. Come on, Tom. Say, I am not my own. Mm -hmm. I belong to Jesus. Oh. And heaven is my home Jesus, Jesus Oh my home Lord would you lead us by your spirit this morning say He leads me with his spirit oh, to his hand to his hand I hold Apart from him I'll stop So with him I will go. Tell him I belong. Say, I belong to Jesus. I am not my own. I belong to Jesus. Heaven is my. Lord, we release those things this morning, God. We submit them into your hands, and we trust the outcome with you. God, we trust the outcome with you. And so, God, I pray for the restoration of that original peace in our lives this morning. God, I pray for those who are struggling with that control, those issues, God, of needing to know how far and how wide and how deep. God, I thank you that you have called us to the mystery of a fire that burns and consumes and grows and lives. Lord, that is what we want to be surrounded by. You are who we want to be surrounded by. So we submit ourselves into your hands to that end. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is Pastor Zach, and you've been listening to HPC Sermon Notes. Love you guys. God bless you, and have the best day of your life.